podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's, I don't know, man. It's intriguing. When I, initially, when you see it, you think, is he just swerving fans because he can't be bothered? So, there's a guy called James who doesn't follow me, but's just tweeted me. How many followers has he got? He looks legit. He's okay. tweeted half the fucking world. He's tweeted you and all. Has it? Um, saying, I'm a match-going fan since 2003. So there's a guy that's been getting criticised on the back of uh, the club pretty much put a statement. Did the club actually put a statement out, didn't they? Saying like, yeah. there's, there's a lot of autograph hunters that basically just go and flog them. Um, and I empathise with the club in this and sympathise with the club on this front because... Um, it's chaos sometimes when the players rock up. Yeah. Um, and you obviously want to have a relationship with the fans where the fans feel comfortable and actually can interact with the players because that's one of the, the worst things about modern football, I think. Yeah, I be- agree. Because of the, um, the culture of people flogging autographs and stuff like that, it has made people wary of, like, am I signing this for this seven-year-old kid? Or am I, you know, giving you your fifth five thousandth shirt of yeah. the weekend on eBay kind of thing? So I empathise with the club because the club obviously don't want to support that, but they obviously don't want to just fuck the kids off. Yeah, like you and I both, I think, was people that went to the cliff yes. when we were kids. Very lucky, weren't we? You people that now go to Carrington, yeah, see the car park of Carrington. Yeah, I watched three hours of training. No, and shucks for Alex Ferguson's man. It's mad, isn't it? What like, went on can't. when we were there was mad. Because you could, you know, one of my, my mates... My auntie was sat in Cantona's car and she's like, he's like, do you want to move? <laughs> one, of my, one of my mates, when we were down, nicked some training uh, kecks. Like, he's, he's that close, he's just on the pitch and he's just like... Do you know what it was? Do you remember blue tow rope? Yeah, of course. It's a little blue tow rope that you used to get, right? So there was probably, <laughs> genuinely, I reckon, this might have been little to road... Oh, I might be conflating Littleton Road and the cliff here because you used to go and do both. Yeah, right? yeah. So there was basically a hedge, yeah? Yeah. A shoulder-high hedge. Right. And then there was probably five stakes in the ground with a bit of blue tow rope. Yeah. And it was kind of one steward, right? Yeah. Sometimes. There wasn't even guaranteed to be a steward there. He might have got in there late sometimes. And it was kind of like, stay behind the, the blue rope. But... 25 metres away is yeah. Manchester United first team. That's mad, isn't it? When you think about it, that level of security, which is not basically not Manchester existing. United first team, Sir yeah. Alex Ferguson, new signing Dwight York, there, twenty five meters away. Like it that's that's the crap. If you waited in the car park, it's what we did. Obviously, you did as well. And they'd all come out to the cars, and you'd get all the autographs. And well, pictures. you won't get Roy Keane, so he'd try and run you over. But everybody else, like David Beckham, would come out and make sure every single person that was there got his autograph, got a photo, right? Yeah. Jasper Blomqvist doing free. Yeah. 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 Like. Other players might come up, Dennis Irwin come out and do a, you know, a dozen or so. Like, yeah. pe- most people would make an effort, yeah? yeah, yeah. Roy Keane's going to try and hit you in his Range Rover, right? That, and beep. <laughs> right. <laughs> out of fucking way. But, yeah, and there would it would be... I mean, there might have been autograph grifters at the time, I guess. Yeah. Wouldn't have been so going to eBay, I, Yeah, I guess, no, but, it wouldn't have been that. You know, I, I, that, I, I that, remember old balls going around. I got to Keane at the cliff. He's signing something there. I know. What happened? I don't Look know. at his face, though. He ain't happy. Let me send you it? this, Cal. He ain't fucking um, happy. Sorry, he's Ethan, he's no. been told. He like, Stop yeah. running him over. Yeah, right? go and sign something. Fucking go sign Can something. Can you see how I'm not asking him for a picture? I'm stood near him getting so anyway, a picture. So, this guy's he's tweeted like, never seen Mason before. Says he's got 20 other players over two trips to the training ground. Um, 
never seen Mason before, definitely not been there any other time. He says definitely not been there any other time, but the previous point of his says he's been there two trips. Um, he says, literally just an autograph, be humble, remember when you was a fan. I don't like the guilt tripping of the players like that. And I think players should obviously give some to fans. Doesn't even sign for young kids. I've been at the training ground twice, even though this is in point five, which in point three says definitely not been there any other time. Um, and seeing him drive past a seven-year-old girl and a dad and a young teenager alone. All right, grass. Like, he goes, I'd happily take the LA and frame the shirt without his autograph. It is, is what it is. And then tagged in loads of people, but... I don't, I don't know, because it seems a bit fishy, that. He's contradicting himself slightly. And also, Mason Green... Uh, Mason Green, well, forgive me. Mason Mount well, we says... Sign him any autographs I know, yeah. Uh, Mason Mount says, like, you've been asking me for days. Like, you get you get the hint or whatever, right? Or you think you'd, you'd have given up by now. So he's obviously getting hounded by them. This is me with Roy Keane, by the way, today. This is how close I got to being Roy Keane's best mate. Or battered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that's Jay on his shoulder. <laughs> In case you're wondering, who's that fellow with hair? Yeah. Jay used to have hair. Yeah, this is 93, this, and I think this is his first season. That's how long ago it was. Oh, there you go. By the time I got there. years ago, bro. The one I remember when he, he just steamed in the Range Rover and drove at us. <laughs> Mate, yeah. Andy Cole and David Beckham had matching uh, Aston Martin DB9s. Really? Well. Or was it a DB? No, DB7. 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 Mate, David Beckham Cass. actually probably thought that was for David him, Beckham just set the standard, didn't he? Where do you stand on this, Dave? Because part of me is like, okay, fans are entitled to ask for players autograph. We've all done it. Me and you've done it. I get it. But that did seem a bit aggy. That did seem a bit. And I don't want to cast aspersions as well, but one, one of them scouts and you just think, mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Really? You're a United fan? Okay. All right, mate, just sign that for us there, would you? Yeah, don't yeah. put it to anyone. Don't, don't write our kid. Yeah, just Mason Mount. Can't right. you say our kid, can you, in a scout accent? No, it's horrible. It it's sacrilege. Um, so, I don't know, I look here and I, I don't think. And then this thing as well, right? He doesn't, even, he doesn't even sign for kids. And I've seen a teenage boy and i see someone, you know, in a wheelchair and he kicked it over. And I'm swear he spat on someone and was racist towards someone as well. And I'm pretty sure that he went past the charity collector and just ignored them. Like, shut up. Do you know what I mean? Like, what are you on about? What's all that? That's just a load of grassy nonsense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you didn't get your thing signed and you, you were an actual genuine autograph hunter or like, like a, a fan, fair enough fighting your corner, I get it. But all the other nonsense, it's like laying into him. But he's well, how did this video end up online anyway? Probably trying to um, back him into a corner somehow, maybe. Or, you know, yeah. why, why is this video originally surfaced? But for, the, for them to have to make I the think, statement. Yeah, it's TikTok have got it. I've got it. It was on TikTok, then everyone's jumped on it. What annoyed me about this is lots of non-United fans especially are like laying into him. Mason Mount won't stop for United fans. Mason Mount just, you know, ignoring United fans. And I sort of quote tweeted and said, well, it doesn't look like, to me like it's United fans. It looks like he's just getting mithered off memorabilia people. Which is what the statement has sort of alluded to, hasn't it? That yeah. there was a lot of people mithering. Um, and like I said, when you go to Carrington, um, where the barrier is at Carrington... Where is this? Is this his house as well? Where, what is this? This, this isn't Carrington, is it? No, I don't know where that is. Looks like it's just like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure you've is all... Is not the... Um, go on, you're the man for this. The Marriott. Right, okay. So, and I don't want to be melodramatic, but... Well, you do like the kids sometimes. All right, I do like to be melodramatic. I don't know why I lie about that. I love being melodramatic. It's what gets me up in the morning. We're in the middle of summer, so this isn't... 
This is 11 a.m. Uh, p.m. Yeah, this minimum. isn't 6 p.m. because it's dark. So it's late at night. It's probably where he is going with his gaff. You've obviously followed him there. He says he's seen you three times already or the last three days, and he said no. So you have been mithering him. Like, let's not... Even if you were a genuine fan, right, which you might be, I don't know. It just seems a bit iffy to me. But you have been mithering him because you've admitted you've been there three times. He says on the video you've been here three times and it's probably at least at least 10 o'clock, half 10 at night. So he's probably just like, hang on a minute, this we've done all this. Do you know what I mean? So I'm kind of backing him. And I don't like I don't like it when players can't be bothered with fans and especially when it's kids and the waiting for ages and you just want a picture and, and they're like, oh, they're too busy or they just give you a swerve or whatever. I'm not into all that. I mean, was it Fergie who made them all get off the bus once on pre-season to go and sign autographs because he's raging? He's not here now. He's gone home and he, he's he's 17 now, isn't he? So he thinks he's a fucking man. So we'll embarrass Jaden for a minute. Go on. Um, so when Paul Pogba signed, Jaden was what nine? I remember this. I remember you messaging me about this was at the time. Nine? Must have been. Well, what was, was it? Pogba signed in 2000 and seven years ago? Yeah, 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 2016. So yeah. He was nine, just turning ten, I think. Yeah. So um, we took a gamble, went to the Lowry, and um, I mean, I was excited, let alone a fucking nine-year-old United fan. Being I know. Excited. I remember you like you was sort of messaging me, like giving me updates <clears> on what you were up to. And um, Pogba was mooching about there. There was a guy trying to film him secretly. Pogba grabbed his phone off him, made him delete it. That's <laughs> mint. That Quite love funny. that. Some fucking reminds, suit reminds, as well. reminds me of someone I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, get Snapchat. <laughs> so the um, <laughs> he, he asked Pogba, do you mind if I have a picture? And he said, give us five minutes. I mean, he's literally in the, in the process of signing for United. Yeah, the deal, yeah, yeah. The, weirdly, like United, get a fucking grip, right? United was doing the deal in the bar. That's so mad to me, that. What are you doing? Like, I get, like, I don't know, I believe you. I'm just saying it's crazy that they're sat in a bar doing there was probably about, the biggest signing in terms Richard of money Arnold ever. Richard Arnold was there. Richard right, Arnold was the there, and there was people talking about the fucking fee. And as they was leaving, so I sat. If you've been in the Lowry Bar upstairs, there's a, yeah. there's a there's a a table right by the stairs on the first floor. We were sat at that table, uh, and Richard Arnold stopped and was like, "Just keep your phone on until like until the money goes in." And I was like, "Are they talking about the fucking fee?" That's madness. That's crazy. That that and is crazy. Just, like, out in the open in a bar at fucking one a.m. Just. Like, have we not got an office? I know. Could use? Like, or a room? That's so ropey, that, isn't it? Like, United right. literally spend half a million there because of the players staying over there. They did not give you a free room. Yeah. You have to do well, this Why in the do bar. it in the bar? No conference rooms. Like, the, there's conference rooms in hotels. Yeah, of course like, there is. Fucking go also, in United, you can just get them to chuck someone out Lukaku's of the room. in there with his agent, bored out of his mind looking at new boots that they've sent really? for him on an iPad. Like, oh, and he's like, no, no. Mate, <laughs> this is madness. And you're just sat there chilling with your yeah, son. Yeah, me and Jay are sitting there going like this, and then. Uh, eventually, like the um, it goes on, and they end up getting food, and they go out in the back with Raiola and, and Lukaku and that, and um, the security guard that now the one that you must have seen a million times at work with Pogba, he come out and went, oh, he's come back tomorrow. Ah, okay. Yeah, mate. All right. Yeah, we're just gonna yeah. fucking come back tomorrow, aren't we? Um, so Jay starts crying. Wow. Devoed. Been here six hours. I'm nearly fucking crying. And. Um, there's a little lady that I think can, I think she's the person that's took over Raoul's agency now. All right, okay. Little short-haired, I'm assuming French, she spoke French, uh, a lady, and I saw Jaden crying, she fucking grabbed him, marched him into the back room. Really? Fucked the security guard right off, and she just fucking shouted something in French to Pogba, and then he was like, yeah, come over here, give him a hug. And uh, he was like, yeah, stop crying, and fucking took a picture, and then they had a bit of a chat, and um, 
Yeah, job, job. So you're like, when it's genuine, the kid just wants to, you know, yeah. see and have a moment with, you know, a fucking, you know, a footballer that plays for United. I think players, they're not obligated to do it, but it means so much to the kids yeah. when they do it. Four cuts. Yeah, Good yeah, we're, we're, we're middle-aged Really men. over it. So I mean, exactly. <laughs> but for kids, there's there's a time when footballers are still magical. You know, yeah. And when, you know, certainly primary school-aged kids. Yeah. And to a lesser degree, you know, uh, secondary school-aged kids. And once you're 21, you're a dickhead, so fuck you, forget about that. And that's all of us, by the way. Like, but for the, for the primary school sort of era kids, when it's genuine... You've got the opportunity there to to make a, a genuine sort of impact. Forever? Yeah. Forever. Are you pr- proud of yourself then for squeezing his ear, making him cry, whatever you did to him? <laughs> it was Jay, I'm not going to squeeze his ear. It's a fucking... Yeah, I'm in the ribs in it. He's like... Oh. Oh. <laughs> Look at him, he's crying here. Go on, son. Go get your phone. Good lad. <laughs> hey, Stephen. If you haven't heard already, I'm sure you have because you're the a man... The word is the word. You're, you're ITK. It's smooth sack summer. Yeah. Oh, I did hear about that. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure your skates from pubes to bum. Yeah? Remember that. Remember that motto. That's right. This summer, keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscapes. The leaders in below the waist grooming. Yeah? We'll have you covered. Jay, make sure you have a ball this summer. Next week. I know. Have you seen the weather? Hot. It is hot. Hot. So I would say hot as balls, but not our balls. No, not our, our balls. balls. And... Buddy buddy system, we will be checking each other's nuts to make sure they are completely smooth. It is smooth sack summer. No one wants to go out with any scragglers behind the old ooch, do they? So no, there we go. I'm looking forward to checking you out, son. Use the code Housen, right? You get 20% off. You get free shipping. You get a lawnmower 4.0 with a skin safe technology. You've got the 7,000 RPM motor on it. You've got the multifunctional on off button because I hate it when you turn something on. You can't turn it off again. Well, thanks to this one, you can. Got both options. I a gimbal last weekend, couldn't turn it off. That's the way until the battery died. Really? <laughs> true story. True story. We're all, always true stories on here. We don't lie on here. You've also got your boxes and your shed travel bag. Plus, You've got the new little Shears 2.0 Luxury Nail Grooming Kit. Are you taking your Manscaped bag on holiday? It's the only thing I'm taking. I thought so. I'm not taking any clobber. I'm just taking my Manscaped bag and that's it. Walk around in my boxer briefs. I'll look the part with my nice new clean balls. Well, you see, you're going with boxer briefs uh, and there is a, a brilliant set of boxer briefs, but I am that confident in my pube game. I'm going in a jockstrap. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought with your army background, you might even go commando, but without even well, any trousers or shorts. Commandos are a different thing. Right, okay. Well, they don't get into that. <laughs> You've got the crop preserver as well, Baldy Ogent. So you're not going to whiff down there. So you're going to look the part, smell the part, and also you're going to have money left yeah. over because if it's 20% anyone wants off. to smell my sack, it's going to be fucking like the flowers. It is. It'll be lovely. I can't wait to smell it. Smell sack. my balls. Smell them. Try and stop me, sunshine. Right. How soon? That's your code. 20% off. Free shipping. There's a link in the description. Your balls will thank you this summer from pubes to bum. Get it smooth sack summer. Get on board or get left behind. I like that. Big thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast. We've got a load of super chats. Let's get through them. Uh, my road trip has been a member of the Academy for 11 months. Will we get a paper talk live from Times Square next week? Hope to see you lot in New York City. Yes, we will. Paper talk? Yes. Paper. Paper talk. talk. You'll be getting some form of videos from Times Square. Yeah, I reckon we'll probably do something in New York. Yeah, why not? We're there. <laughs> we're, th- we're there. We're going to have a camera with us. 
Should we do something? Yeah, probably do something. All right. Yeah, you win. Uh, Riker Nyberg says, just watched Pythagoras in Boots' video on Anana, not filling me with confidence. What? Pythagoras in Boots? Is that some influence I, I don't know uh, about? I thought it was like a Greek mathematician. What is Pythagoras' theorem? Um, I'll tell you what Pythagoras' theorem is. It's the, the measurement of a, a, a third angle or a third thing. So you've got, you know A. Yeah. And you know B. Yeah. And I actually used it once, scaffolding. Really? Yeah, because I, I had a bay and needed a wind brace, and I was like, how fucking big do I need that angle? So that was Pythagoras' theorem? Yeah, so you know the height of something, yeah. you know the the, uh, the width or the length of something, yeah. and then you needed, I needed a cross brace, which was literally, it was a, it was a triangle, wasn't it? So I was like, oh, hang on, I can do, I, I, I can do some maths here. Need a 13 foot. Right, I, I always thought, is it, if you got a charge and timed it by 115, you got Manchester City. I always thought that was Pythagoras' theorem. No. Am I getting that completely wrong? See, I'm, this is why I love being with you. You give, give me an ev education every day. That's an Alba Barak theory. Thank you. Mank Mike 93 says, it's not like Mank Mount completely blanked the lads. He clearly knew what they was about and didn't like it. At least he was polite enough with them and just said, no, some people acting like he shot a man. Yeah, it's been a bit. Everyone loves to be outraged, don't they, though? Love a bit of outrage. Oh, Cam, look at... Without much earns. Oh, look at the, the children. Look at the children. It's all it's out of order. Uh, and it's like, is it? Or is this just people wanting something to flog? Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and pestering him at night time. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a storm in a teacup. But today's a seminal day anyway. I almost forgot. Today is the anniversary of the greatest front page in the history of news. Roswell. This. Close. Get it down. Don't let him look. Don't let him look. Get it down. Oh, Get it down. Get it down. Get it down. I've got to quiz him. Right. Simon Weston. Got it. Got one of them, right? Caprice. Yeah, he's got two. Darren Day. Darren Day. Darren Day. Darren Day. Da yes. Tony Blair. Alistair Campbell. Um, wait, 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 wait. Tony Blair. I'm not seeing Alistair Campbell, but Tony Blair, yeah. Was Gordon Brown as well? No, I can't see Gordon Brown. What, it's 1990. It's 1999. Yeah, it's 1999, yeah. July the 14th, 1999, this is. We'll get back, we'll get it up here again in a minute. If you don't know, it's when United pulled out how, the how FA How many Cup. is there? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Count me off, what am I on, four? Yeah. Right. So you got Caprice, you got Tony Blair. Ian Botham. Yep, Ian Botham. <laughs> Class. Is George Best on it? No. There's no, there's no one with a, no a United, United affiliation that would oh, actually uh, say uh, not um, the Chelsea fan MP uh, Specky. What was he called? I thought he was. No, he's not on here. I know you mean David Miller, but no, he's not on here. I did mean David Miller. Uh, Badil Skinner. No, I'll give you, I'll give you some clues. There, he's right? weirder in it. He's yeah, way it's weirder. so weird. Some of these people, I genuinely don't know who they are. Someone from Corrie. Right. Let's try. Here's one for you. So you've got the Falklands hero, you've got the singing star. I'm going to give you the, the little... Oh, yeah, give me the captions. Yeah, the captions. Soccer pundit. Soccer pundit. Uh, uh, Jimmy Hill. No, you're in the right ballpark. Alan Anson. You're in... Oh, you're close. Jimmy Greaves? Think BBC... Lawrenson. Ma match of the day, West Ham. 90. Oh, the, the, the Sir yes. Trevor Brooking. Yes. yes, good lad. Film critic. Film critic. Barry Norman. Got it in one. Legend. <laughs> right. I'm not going to lie to you, Steve. If you get this, the drinks are on me for you in Vegas. Hero's Widow. I don't know who this lady is. She's obviously been through a tragedy, and I'm not knocking her, but 
quite why she's giving her opinion on Manchester United Football Club not being in the FA Cup in nineteen ninety nine. I've no idea. Is it the widow of a policeman? I think it, I think it was. I don't know, but you're not, no, you're I'm not going to get it. I'm out. Here's another one for you. If you get, on, if you get this it, one, it? Francis Lewis. If you get this one, I'll buy yours and Ronnie's drinks in Vegas. Oh. Lottery winner. What? Exactly. <laughs> this is literally a nobody who won the lottery in '99. Imagine, like, what what we're what we doing for the front page? Loads of quotes on United. Sound. Who've you got? Well. Remember that one that got on the lottery? Was it a guy or a girl? It's a lad. Is it the, the, the Lotto Lout? No, it's not Michael Carroll. That would have been a good shout. It's this. I've that, let, that's I, the only lottery winner I know. Yeah, well, you're not going to know this guy. If you, you know, Mark Gardner. Oh, right, Mark Gardner. Yeah, him, uh, the film star. The film star. This is a bit. You. Uh, this could have said the football player. Vinnie Jones. Good lad. The TV star. And I used to hate this guy. Such a little weasel. Proper like, oh, I'm a lad, mate. I support Stoke. Fuck. Oh, Stoke. Stoke TV star. Yeah, he used to be on um, They Think It's All Over. Oh, Matt An- Nick Hancock? Good lad. Um, I think Matt you Hancock. got, you got, did you get, you got Darren Day, you got Simon Weston. Here's another one for you. The It Girl. Oh, Tamara Beckwith. Jesus wept. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> wow, that is a moment, that. Can we just acknowledge that? I don't want to normalise that. The It Girl. And he went, oh, Tamara Beckwith. What? You're the least per- last person I think would know an It Girl from the 90s, but there you go. Uh, Olympic swimmer. Duncan Goodyear. No, a lady. Lady Sharon Davis. Nailed it. Good lad. Right. I don't know what this is. I don't know. It's a fucking shit show. I don't is know. What it is. Oh, I don't know. Also known as the brew. And I, and I, this, <laughs> says, this says the heroine. I'm like, oh, really? But not that heroine. I think it means a, a lady who's a, a hero. But I don't know what she's a hero for. I don't know who she is. It just says the heroine. <laughs> Lisa Potts. Are we supposed to know? I don't know. <laughs> That's it. Put the thingy back up, right? Because there'll be people watching who don't know what we're on about here. This was the front page, right? They interviewed people, put them on the front page. They named them all. And this Who the fuck was is the... Francis Lawrence? Oh, Heroes Widow. Yeah. And like, funnily enough, everywhere you look, that crumpled up version of the picture is the only one I can find. So it's like, whoever took that is the only person. Fucking Ian Botham. Ian Botham. <laughs> and have you seen some of the quotes as well? If they, if they don't play this year for me and both of them, they should never play again. What are you on about? Like, oh yeah, okay, let's just stop them, it'll stop us playing football. And um, yeah, like, Davin Day, my mates are all United fans and they are gutted. The film star. What would the 2023 version of this be? That's a great question. Kate McCann. Do you reckon? Is it weirder than what's on no, there? Kate McCann, yeah. Kate McCann's in. It's so fucking random. I think you'd have Kate McCann, yeah. I'll give you that one. Who else can you have? Um, Barry from EastEnders. Um, We're pulling out. They shouldn't. We're going to do it anyway. That meme suddenly makes sense. <laughs> right. yeah. um, instead of Nick Hancock, I think you get uh, like... Um, Stephen Corden, James Steve, Corden. Yeah, James, James Corden, Corden is so stinks. on this. He stinks. He's ringing up to us to be on this. James Corden's on it. You'd, you'd get, oh. Lee Trundle. Rishi Sunak is going to make an appearance, isn't he? Or someone like that. 
No, Suella I reckon Braden. it'd be, I reckon it'd be someone older. Suella Braden. No, oh, uh, Bo- Bojo. Boris, yeah. Bo- Bojo. Boris, who's not even, don't even know what Man United are, would be like, oh, I'm outraged. Um, maybe someone like Claudia Winkleman. Yeah. That's that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, right, we go, uh, well, just a little bit of up, update. on. Uh, leave it. Yeah, okay. Like I was about to say, she was a genuine heroine, Lisa Potts. I just want to... Make Tom Davis, a diver. Tom Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom Davis, who plays for Everton. Diver. He does dive a lot, you're right. Tom Daly. Oh, yeah, the Olympic guy as well. Yeah. And Tom Daly. Yeah, love that. that Tom Daly. Um, oh, do you know what it'd be, though, as well? It'd be like all the like the GB news type. Oh, of course, yeah. Do you Absolutely, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all the ones who are telling you not Put to Put fucking Dan Wotton down. Just yeah, Dan Wotton would be on there like, Her Majesty will be turning in her grave. Piers Morgan's commenting. Piers, Mor- oh, Piers Morgan's all over this. In fact, was he not the editor of this at the time? Yes, I think he was. So that, mate, he's probably come up Before with this sacked idea. him. Don't Google why they sacked him if you if you have ever watched any of his content. In yeah. fact, do Google why they sacked him. I so, wonder why he's on Steve's list. He'd be on Steve's list. Didn't you, don't say, do not say the C word. But didn't you used to greet him every morning with a tweet yeah. that, that had the C word in it? Good morning, everyone, apart from Piers Morgan, who's a C next Tuesday, for about three weeks before he blocked me. Yeah. All right. We've got some good suggestions there. I like this. Tommy Robinson, says Mike Fergus. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Um, <laughs> some of these are a bit, I'm not going to read them. Um, I will. <laughs> not that one. Um, Debbie McGee. Harriet Harmon. Yeah. <laughs> Kate, yeah, that's the one I'm not reading. Uh, Kate Hopkins. Yeah, she'd be on it. Oh, God. Yeah, she couldn't yeah. wait to go. Nigel Farage. Show. Yeah, Philip Schofield. I don't know. Maybe a I year don't think ago. You're getting a quote out of him. I don't think he's going to get involved. I don't think he wants to draw attention to himself. Sam Smith. No. Andrew Castle. Maybe. I mean, some of these are not weird enough. No. Letizier. Letizier's one. Letizier. I need to say off camera. What about Letizier? Right. Good. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Um, but yeah. Graham Sunes. Scarlett Moffat. That's a good one. Who? She used to be on Gogglebox, and now she's on everything else. She was in the jungle for a bit. Hey, what? I love the fact what you are half of these words? I love them. <laughs> She's been in the jungle. She was on Gogglebot, right? Have you aware of Gogglebot? I know what it is. Right. Never seen an episode. Right, okay, well, she was on that. She did well. She then went on to I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of It in the jungle. Right. Where I think she either won or she did very well in Again, it. Again, aware of it, never seen it. Right, good lad. Since then, she's on the telly a lot on like panel shows. Do you know what I mean? She's a safe pair of hands. She gets someone, you know, there's somebody she's got a 20 quid fee. Yeah, got that's you. the one. Monty Palisar, love that. Um, that's just someone going off the Ian Botham. Ian Botham's the answer to one of my favorite quiz questions, or one of the answers to my favorite quiz question. Who played cricket for England and football for Northern Ireland? He played for Northern Ireland? No, but it's part of the quiz question. Who played cricket for England? And Northern Ireland, uh, football for Northern Ireland. Go on. In both of them, George Best. He loved his old joke that much, he nearly fell over. I can't believe I fell for it. Uh, he did play football, didn't he? He played for Scunthorpe, if memory serves. Did he though? Like when fucking Gordon no, Ramsay played for Rangers? No. <laughs> No, because I remember when him and Steve Bruce were on a question of sport talking about playing against each other. Callum uh, Dragon. Yeah, Callum Dragon. Um, Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer stinks of being on that. Susan Boyle. Yeah. There's the still a bit. Stephen Mulhern, that's better. Patsy Kensett. Floel Benjamin. She's, she should have been on that one. Yeah. Prince Andrew. 
Don't think you're going to quote of him. Manchester Maverick says Ethan James. You'd be all over this, you wouldn't you? Uh, he's slagging off United. Jake Humphreys. So Al Alan Sugar. 100%. Yeah, he gave you a 100%. quote without having any idea what he was giving you a quote for. He definitely thinks that he's like an authority on football. Gail Platt. <laughs> Captain Tom's relatives. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's as mad as some of them. Yeah, yeah. It would be Hero's granddaughter or something. Hero's daughter. My Tom, would be t my dad would be turning in his grave if he knew what this, the club have done to his country. Lottery winner. Lottery winner. Yeah, now it'd be like a guy who wants 30 quid on a scratch card. <laughs> <laughs> cost of living <laughs> yeah uh, Oprah Winfrey Elon Musk no no these are far too no um, you, you got to think shitter um, you got to think people who've holidayed in Stoke Delia Smith says Whitter Bird uh, Ryan Fitton says Paul Pogba Simon Jordan would be Simon Jordan oh he'd love this Simon Jordan would do a one hour special yeah Simon Jordan's like do I have the opportunity to pontificate on Manchester United Simon. do you know up. what though he's not as bad as Gabby Bognor. He was talking the other day, wasn't he, about United have had the worst window of anyone. No, we've not, though. Shut up. Uh, Maya Amateur says, Jay, Stay. when you're out in LA, are you linking up with members of the show? Would be dope to link up. You're uh, in LA, aren't you? Yeah, Amber? I'm going LA. When are you in LA? L the two a. days before the game in Vegas. Right, so the game in Vegas. I think 27th and 28th. Yeah, so you're going to Vegas. So we're, we're, we're together in New York, and then... We're together for a little spell in San Diego. Then me and Joseph are in Houston. Steve's in LA. We're all back together in Vegas. So you're going to get all of us together on videos. And if you're out there, you'll meet up with you all. Um, and then you'll times when it's yeah. in Ronaldo. The we times when it's me and We haven't booked Joe. any meetups or anything yet. We will do them. But yeah. at the moment, we got to get there first. Yeah, That's the most important thing for us is getting there and then seeing the lay of the land. As we saw in Qatar and on previous um, like pre-season tours and stuff, it's mad, right? Because there shouldn't be a lot going on. Yeah. And you're out 18 hours a day. It's so busy and intense and, yeah. and, and chaotic that you just kind of, kind of go with the flow. If 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 you're in the, the cities where there's a game, yeah, you'll see us, right? Yeah. And we'll be doing something around that. We don't know when and we don't know where, but we will do something. Um, and then there's the, the extra one, like me and Ronnie are going to LA. Yeah. So we want to go and head out to, to Venice Beach FC. So we're going to go and link up with them guys. Okay. Um, they do a little pickup game, which I think is on a Sunday and we're not there for a Sunday. But we're going to try and do it on a Thursday or a Friday that we're there. So we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Like, obviously, we're going to be all over the socials as well. So you're going to kept it, be kept in a loop. There's all, all four, well, all five of us Ronnie's there as well over there. So make sure if you are about... Check us out and come and say hello. Uh, Prince Voorhees says, worried about the takeover. We're stuck for ages. We're going to do something on that next week. But yeah, there was a good article in The Athletic by Matt Slater about it. It's just stagnating, isn't it? And I said, uh, he, he had a good line in it where he said, I think the fear of look, looking daft has outweighed the fear of missing out to some of the bidders. And that's what the Glazers didn't expect. What? I'll probably paraphrase that wrong. The, the Glazers thought that people were just going to come in and go, well, I don't miss out United like Sheikh Jassim. I'm going to throw seven billion or whatever in. But they, like Sheikh Jassim has to explain what he's doing or whoever's doing it for him to people back in Qatar. So the fear of looking daft is a proper thing. They don't want to look stupid. So Jim Ratcliffe has to explain to Ineos yeah, why hey, he spent a lot of money. Why have you paid seven for something worth four? Yeah, exactly. So that fear is outweighing Funny. this fear of missing out. <laughs> yeah, <funner. laughs> So uh, it was a really good article by Matt Slater. I'm going to try and get him on and chat to him about it. Yeah, uh, oh, we want six billion. Cool. I want six billion. Yeah. I'm probably not going to get it. Yeah, exactly. It's just, just oh, don't get me started on the Glazers. Martin P has been a member of the Academy for nine months. Need to somehow find out what's going on with this takeover. The Glazers better not be hanging around. Uh, 
Uh, best hijacker says it's humid. He's been a member of the academy for three months. Uh, first team, sorry, for three months. It's humid as hell in New York. 28C feels like 35C. Good luck. Even Manscaped ain't going to help you. They will. Uh, you will be sweating your balls off. Mayor Amateur. Oh, no, we've done that one. Fergal McClements says, sorry to talk about football. What Jay made me think about when he mentioned this morning, if you rank our top 25-ish transfer fees to United, John Obi Mikel to Chelsea, and we get 14 million, makes a list. <laughs> I was chatting about that this morning. I didn't mention that, but you great point, that. Love that, Fergal. Um, Ross Murphy says, tomorrow is my birthday, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks, Ross. Make sure you enjoy your weekend too. Yeah, we are awful, aren't we, at transfer fees and all that sort of stuff. It's just one of those, isn't it? We never seem to get, get it right. Um, before we go, and I hate to talk about football because I know it annoys you, and this isn't what the brew is for, but I just want to get one, one in quickly. This old Niner kid, is he any good? Um, I've not actually spoke to you off camera about it either. I'm not just doing this on camera. I think, um, yeah, I think he's pretty good. Because I mean, look, all I've seen today, right? I was, we were obviously this, we watched him in Stockholm, I don't remember him. Watched the Champions League final. He looked like he's great with his feet. I've seen all these videos. Everyone just keeps focusing on how good he is with his feet. I get it. He's good with his feet. What's he like as a goalkeeper? Though? That's my sort of question. Because I'm not. I don't know. You've done probably about eight scout reports. On his uh, save percentage of uh, which people always talk about De Gea being world class for um, is within a percent or so of David De Gea. I can't remember if it's above or below him. It might be above him. Obviously, you're dealing with different leagues, different players, different defence that you're behind, so different circumstances of facing shots. So you can't just overlay his percentage versus his percentage because the circumstances are never the same um but he does have uh, a very good save percentage in like the top 12 percent in europe something along those lines um i think the fact that we've clearly gone hard for him um because ten Hag's worked with him you know how many goals did he concede in the champions league no um, i don't know was it in milan in the champions league let's see let's do it let's have a look um, I'll have a look at you that. Know, so you can talk about the Italian league maybe not being quite the strongest and this, that and the other, but well, he was in the Champions League and Inter were not fancied. No. So, no, it's a team game in that sense, but, you know. I'm just trying to have a look now in the um, in the Champions League, trying to work out how many um, new Champions Leagues. So, conceded 11. Is that, am I looking at that right? Hmm. Yeah. So, 11... Which, you know, in 13 games isn't too shabby in the Champions League, is it? Do you know what I mean? And from what I saw of him, he looked quite decent. I just think that all the focus has obviously been on his distribution. And let's have it right. Most goalkeepers are going to be a lot better than David De Gea's distribution anyway, because that is literally his worst trait and command in his area. The question is, is are we going to have to pay off much in terms of shot, shots, shot stopping? Side? No, I don't think we are. Well, if not, then it seems like a bit of a tap in. I don't, I don't want to get carried away, but it looks like this could make a massive difference when you're looking at it. You I think it will, and I think getting him in this week ahead of uh, going on tour next week is a big win. Uh, and I also think they've got to go full steam ahead for a striker now um, because it's equally important that a striker plays with us on pre-season and makes mistakes with us and, you know, and, and gets to learn what the team are all about uh, ahead of um, you know, what's going to happen next season. I'm looking forward as well on pre-season just to see some of the youngsters because we saw it last season, didn't we? Like Zidane Iqbal, Charlie Savage, absolutely smashing it. And then you thought, well, maybe they'll get a chance and they didn't. But look like someone like Kobe Mayne, who's had a bit of a sniff on here in the first team. I think if he does bits in the pre-season, Tenag might look at him and go, you know what, I'll give you a few. I haven't spoken to any of the lads. Um, hopefully we will when we're out there. Yeah, we There's did. a fair few that I know that are in the team. So, Because um, I, I want to gauge the mood 
from looking on the outside, there looks like a genuine togetherness that wasn't there towards the back end of Ollie, wasn't there under Ragnick. But there seems like a great mood in the camp, and you can't be you, a, te- a team that's together is invincible. You yeah. know, and a team, you know, I want to know that they're going on nights out together, and I want to know that sort of stuff. And people are like, I don't want to know that they're going on nights out. No, but you do, because yeah. they are. They are going on nights out. Yeah. I'd rather they go together. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to I wanna know them sort of details, because whenever you hear about successful United sides, or any successful side, actually, it's these little details. What's the mood in the camp like? Oh, they're always having a fu- they're always fucking about. They're always laughing. You, yeah. know? you hear like with Rooney and Ronaldo when they were both like teenagers, like you couldn't get them off the fucking tech ball table playing as Ed- volleys with each other. Like, I, them them the details I fucking buzz off. That that that's what I want to drill into. You know? Yeah. Hopefully we'll, I'll grip like Tommy and or something on. on tour well, you've got and, a few like, connections, aren't you? Well, last time we was there, there, we spent a little bit of time with uh, Zidane Iqbal. And he, he nice lad. I wish him well on his move as well, man. The top lad. And we, we bumped into a couple of the other players like Will Fish and um, I think Charlie Savage as well, just in a shop. And they were proper chill. And you could see like there was a bit, you could see after what had gone on with Ragnit, like you were saying, there was a, just a better atmosphere and everyone was a little bit more sort of, you know. Um, just, did you see Charlie Manil at our game at weekend? I missed him, right? Because <laughs> I took my kids and I was gutted because I would have got um, one of my kids, I would have got my kids so I could get a picture with him. But I, um, I went up to the upstairs bit. And then I came down to the toilet and then Dave Pritt, who's your kit man, uh, said, oh, you've just missed Charlie McNeil. And I was like, oh, he said, he's just literally stood next to your dugout as I walked past, so I missed him, yeah. But it was mint that, that day, yeah. Was he just coming down there to take it as you, just to watch yeah, the game? Did you speak to him? Game. No, I got a message off him afterwards. I said, oh, don't you fucking come and say hello? Yeah. And he goes, oh, you look like you was fucking in the zone. He goes, I just left you to it. Because he was saying at first he was going to struggle to make kickoff, but the kickoff got delayed, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, 15 minutes. I got there panicking when I saw them queues outside Joylston Ground last week. Um, and a schoolboy error as well. No, didn't take a card on the door, which was I should have known. I don't know what I was thinking. And then thankfully someone just paid me in. But yeah, it was mint. Yeah, so, you know, there's... There's a few lads that I want to be able to go and have a, a quick word with and just be like, you know, give me the the, the lowdown on that. You know, I, I don't. You know, when I get the opportunity, you know, fortunate enough to get the opportunity to have a, a chat with some players, I'm not ever like who we signed in or no. things like we that. We were I, the same like last season. I like, don't know the mood. What's the mood like in the camp? What's this that and and obviously you know there was there was all sorts going on in um in the camp last year, wasn't there? Yeah. And the the mood was hey. The fucking gaffers cracked down on discipline in a big yeah, way. So we obviously we're twelve, that, didn't we? Yeah, we're twelve well, months on from now. Everyone knew what had gone down with a certain player. It's out. It's common knowledge now, and everyone knew Ganacho basically been late. Um, but it, it, that resonated ever. through the rest of the team because yeah. they were flapping. Yeah, and even like, and then you fast forward, don't you? Was it Rashford before the Wolves game was late and was dropped and he's our top scorer? Yeah, but he's go. not spat his dummy out because he knows those are the rules. Those so are that's rules. that's what I want to know. I want to drill down into that. What's the mood like? How was how are the lads taking it? No, because when when the lads are having a laugh you can really put the foot down uh, and work them and yeah. because they're, if they're having a laugh within it it gets rough when it, you're trying to flog them and they're all moaning about it and sulking yeah. about it and we're fucking doing that for like because having 20 40 players like herding fucking cats yeah. like you know they're all off trying to do their own thing and with professional players they've all got an agent that's got something to fucking say and yeah, yeah. like it, it must be a nightmare to navigate so that's the thing that like Every team can play football, but I think what separates the winners and the losers is what's the mood like in the camp? What's the intensity like? You, when you listen to one of my favourite stories is the Roy Keane one when um, when Dwight York signed and he fucking levers a ball at him from yeah, five foot and growls it in. Cantona would have fucking controlled that. And you're like, what? Like, 
I want to know that them standards yeah. are up there. And, you know, that's what all of the players around them eras sort of say is like, yeah, like you had to get through. You had to prove yourself to these lads in training because they want to know, are you going to fucking crumble when we go on field away? Because yeah. if you're fucking crumbling on this training ground now in front of us, lot, you ain't going to fucking handle it. You there. felt like you lost that, didn't you? At United a few years no, ago. No, I didn't feel like it. We fucking we clearly lost it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, there wasn't that intensity. There wasn't that standard. And I've seen people when after the game, I know players are human beings and I get all that, but there's a certain way you act when you lose a game that reflects on whether you care about it or not. And you'd see like after defeats, like defeats that hurt you as a fan and like players laughing and joking. I don't expect them to be sobbing hysterically, but you thought they don't really care enough. Well, Rio you know says I mean? this, didn't it? He's like, he would not go out if we lost the game. Now people will go, oh, fucking going out. But players go out, right? Yeah. They will go out if they win. Yeah. But he was like, I don't go out if I lose. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, you know, for some people that might be a motivator. Like yeah. they like going out. Yeah. They like having letting their hair down and, and having a release. So if they have a, a bad game, but the, the big thing that always sticks in my head from Rio is that being in the tunnel when he goes, um, we don't fucking lose two on the bounce. Yeah. Like we can lose, like anyone yeah, can lose. Yeah. We don't fucking lose two. And you die to make sure you fucking do not lose. And I'm sure they did lose two on the bounce, yeah. right? So Rare though, someone gets on fucking Yeah, people. yeah, we get it. But it, like, it, it it's that mentality of we will not fucking lose two on the bounce. And you just think that steeliness, like when you look around the squad now, you've got your Casemiro's and you've got your, uh, your Bruno, I think probably doing a similar thing. You've got Martinez, you've got character in the team that will be echoing them sort of lines, if not word for word, those sorts of things. Like, can I, who do I see fucking smashing the ball at, uh, at Mason Mount in training and growling at him? Martinez, all day long. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. All day long. Because, you know, they had a little bit of a to-do, didn't they, yeah, last season? Yeah, yeah. Let's put it on him and see what he's fucking got. Yeah. I you think know? that's why Mount And he might smile, us. and they might fucking give him a cuddle afterwards. And he'll be like, yeah, no worries. I think Mount joined us just to avoid another confrontation with Martinez. <laughs> I think he's like, oh, well, I'm not having that again. I'll sign you, you, you say that, but like, the other thing that all of those players used to say is the the hardest game of the week was Wednesday morning. And that's when you know you're good. Like yeah. uh, right now I get I reckon Manchester City's hardest game they play is, is Wednesday morning. Yeah. Cuz it's two of the best 11s in the league. Yeah. Going yeah. at it at a fucking a squad, right it? tempo. Yeah. So when you and come it's, I want to get in the team, I want to impress the manager. Exactly. So I when Luton fucking come to the half full Etihad at the weekend, that's a fucking walk in the park for them because yeah. they haven't got you know, Bernardo Silva attacking. You haven't got them. one player remotely yeah. getting near their team. Yeah. yeah. That's what you want. And are United at that level yet? No, we're not. So that's where we got to temper expectations, I think, for this season. Fair enough. And, and move towards, can we get closer to that? Can we get closer to that? Can we get closer to that? And if we do manage to pull a title out of our arse in the next few years, yeah. okay, can we get to the point where the, you know, the first and second best 11 in the league are all at Carrington every week? Because that's what you fucking should be aiming for. And that's when you can start looking at retaining titles, winning free on the bounce, doing things in Europe and this, that and the other. You can't do that without being that. It's like Rennie, I think he used to say something like that, didn't he? About the fact that he put all the players on the board and just go, you know what, you know, how many teams of Premier League did these lot get in? All of them. Every single player on that board gets in any team in the league. Yeah, and that's Do you know what, what I mean? Be. That's the way it should be. Uh, just before we wrap up, Peter Kelly, member of the Academy of 36 months, I have a sneaky suspicion that if we get a few good sales, e.g. Fred to Saudi, we go back in for Kane in August and put pressure on Levy. What are you up to this weekend? we got another fixture um, tomorrow against Ducking Field, played them three times, never beat them. My first, well, was it your first game? Or was it was the first ever game of first the First game, I was on comms. Someone didn't turn me mic on. Nice one. Um, so yeah, we got um, obviously we had a great win last weekend against Drawsden. 
I took a rotated 11, missing eight first-team players to Sandbach United on Wednesday night, expecting to get a fucking, in all honesty, and we beat them 4-0. <laughs> um, and, the, you know, that's why I want to know about the mood, because the mood at Paddock at the minute is fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, it's like good, the, man. the intensity, the, the camaraderie, the... There's a, like a determination in the group, like really turned the a standards corner. standards there, isn't there? Because I was chatting to Ronnie on the Monday, because I, I love Ronnie, I do. And I was like, I was, obviously I was, I was shouting, go on Ronnie, lad. And I said that. He was like, getting pelters, he was telling me before. He was like, oh, you're fucking shit. You. Yeah, because he didn't hear me. Cause he said, <laughs> we, I didn't, we said we were the whole game. I said, yeah, he said, I didn't see it to the end. And um, I said, I thought you did well, man, because I did. And he's like, nah, man, I didn't. He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't. Uh, I said, nah, you was. When you got on the ball, you was doing stuff. He's like, I can do a lot better. But it's good that, you know, you've got players that can't well, he's, he's had a really strong pre-season, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, he has had a really strong pre-season. And he's switched on defensively. Um, he started to really pull it up defensively. So, you know, winning at the weekend, winning midweek, get a win tomorrow, uh, which I think we are capable of doing, you know. When we created the football club, Duckingfield were the the best amateur team in Manchester. Good team, man. Good um, team. And you know they're still up there as yeah. one of those. But I want that title. You know we will keep plugging away until we can look at them and say we're the best fucking amateur team in Manchester. So we, you know, keep getting there. Next week we've got the team who won our league, and then the 29th of August, uh, April, July even. <laughs> 29th of July. I'll get there in the end. Uh, 29th of July our league starts. So two more matches. I'm hoping for two more solid performances. And then you've got a caretaker for the 29th. Uh, yeah, so uh, I've got a new assistant this year and uh, he'll be taking both of them games. He'll be taking the Upton games, we're away, and then the uh, the first game of the season. And then we're in Dublin. Yeah, so if you're in it. Dublin, fucking get yourselves over to uh, to Dublin. Get over good. there. Um, Daniel Fuller, I'll just power through a couple of Super Chats before we wrap up. Daniel Fuller, thoughts on Felix on loan for a season? No. Cat, no, Steve said it. Danny, Rashford against Bissaka in training must help. Um, also, Glenn F, who's been a member of the academy for 28 months, just like to say that joining the paddock was the best thing I've ever done with the fibers of the whole team. I thank you for all the great content. Thank you, Glenn F, for your support. Thank you, everyone who has supported this channel as well. We look forward to chatting to you guys when you can get over there in the States. Make sure as well you are hitting that subscribe button. Let's get to 800k subscribers. And don't forget to check out uh, the Manscaped link in the description as well. You get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code Housen. That's Stephen Alson. You know where to find him on Stephen Alson TV. And of course, on Strep for Paddock FC. Go and check out his channels. You know where to find me as well. This has been The Brew with Steve J. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.